Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. A couple things I've noticed this morning. This morning in particular. <laughs> what? Well, number one, you haven't sneezed in here at all. Yesterday, there was six sneezes from this studio. Still very weird that you count. I just notice it. It feels weird to me that you sneeze so often in our studio. Like there has to be something you're allergic to. Because uh-huh. I don't think it's normal for somebody to sneeze upwards of forty times a week in the place that they work. Yeah. Like you must have some kind of. And it's. I don't think there's any seasonal allergies right now when the temperatures are so low, right? I mean, it's got to be dust or something. I don't know. Anyways, so I noticed that. And then uh, I also noticed that you have been using the worst as a way to describe many things so far today. Yes. Even though we had one <laughs> particular spot on the show carved out for it already. So please, without further ado. Thank you. All right. So, you know, when you go into the gas station and they have that sweet old lady serving samples next to all the hot food. Yeah. You notice that? Do you ever take those samples? No. You enjoy it? You don't? You just no. walk by? You have the you have the power to ignore an old woman I, offering I, you food? I have a very, very big problem, even at Costco, taking something from a complete stranger and putting it in my body. Now, I know I go out to dinner, but those are cooks. What about drive-thru? They, they, but that's a restaurant, right? I don't... Well, they have their little ovens. I don't, I, listen, I, I don't want to get food poisoning because they undercook the chicken that they're trying to give to you at the gas station. Yeah. Well, I have... A similar worry, but I also have not one ounce in me that can say no to this woman. She's so sweet, cute little face. So I walk in and I just want some kombucha and the kombucha is stored right next to her. Okay. So I go into the fridge and I turn around, we make eye contact and she's like, hi, would you like a small sample of the shrimp scampi? See, at the gas station. It's shrimp scampi. <laughs> this, everything about this I says know. don't do it. Saying it out loud, I'm like, no. And I say, sure. And then she watches you. And it's like that girl, that little old lady on the wedding singer where she, take a, take a take bite. A bite. It's my favorite part <laughs> of the meatball. And I just like look at her and I'm like taking a slow bite of this shrimp scampi. And then the taste sat on the, the back of my tongue for a good half hour until I could get home. And not having the ability to say no to her sweet old face is just the the worst. I can't believe you ignore. We went to Costco. We went to Costco on Sunday, and there's samples everywhere, man. I just and listen, if that's your job, I'm sure you're great at it. I'm sure it's fully cooked. I'm just not rolling the dice. I put my seatbelt on, stuff like that. I'm just not rolling the dice. I just there's a woman at Costco that is so overly excited to give you Alfredo. Oh, there was a there was a dude there uh, on Sunday who was all about the presentation. Sir, you look like you would love some of this. And I go, because I'm fat? And he just goes, no, because you look like you would enjoy a great product. Here's what I have for you. I, I go, wonder if they get not into a it, reward man. if they get a quota. I think he just really loved his job, and he was outgoing. I haven't met one nasty person at Costco that works there. They're, they're a good group of yeah. people. If you would like to navigate your way this morning over to the KCL, the Instagram page... <laughs> I'm going to let that one hang out there and marinate for a while. But the picture that is the family photo that Kat is going to be hanging in her living room is on our Instagram page. 
But you can't don't say anything about it. I won't. I had to approve it this morning, so now it is en route. By I the shall way, get it soon. The reaction when Cat opened the email was. <laughs> it's exactly what I wanted. I love this website. So 1047 KCLD on Instagram. You get the first peek at it before I throw it up on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else. I just want your first thought. When you see it, I just want your first thought. I will give you this. I believe the family portrait is a lost art. Yes. Rarely do families do it anymore. They'll get a selfie and they'll have it as the wallpaper on their phone. You have found a very interesting way to immortalize your family. I will do it for the rest of time. I'll do it when I have grandkids if this website is still around. There's no grandchild that will ever, ever, ever agree to something <laughs> like that. They won't this. have a choice. But the thing is, like, when it comes to family photo sessions, I'm not good, one, at booking them. I That's tough. sweat a lot. Like, coordinating outfits are not my thing. Like, I'm not that kind of mom. I am envious of moms that do. But this is an easy way out. And I'm going to fill up my basement with these. Betty Maxwell is her name. She's a former Miss America. And she does incredible celebrity impressions. That's one thing that I just, I get so jealous of people when they can do impressions, whether it's singing like her. You're going to hear some Dolly. You're going to hear some Billy. Beyonce. Reba, hit it. Your beauty is beyond compare with flaming locks of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green. They don't deserve you. Wow. Oh, don't like you get that. so jealous yeah. of people that have that ability to She's do that? Awesome. If you can do an impression of anything or anyone, I need to hear it. You can call anytime. I think one thing that employees need to, employers need to remember is that employees are always watching to make sure that things are fair in the workplace. Because if you're making someone do something, you have to make the other people do it as well, or they're going to start to feel slighted. Like if you tell one person to wear a bra, everyone else has to wear a bra. You want to know what else gets me mad about working in the thrift shop? For the longest time, I would show up to work wearing a shirt without a bra. Not inappropriate in the slightest. One day, I was on the register, and I had a line of older couples, like in their 60s and 70s, and a lot of men in the line. And my boss, who was old enough to be my grandmother, comes up behind me after forever of not having an issue with that. She goes, Riley, all employees need to have visible bra straps when at work. I know you read that employee handbook. You should know better. And I was so mortified from being humiliated in front of all those people that I never not showed up to work without a bra again. Until I noticed that a new female co-worker didn't wear one either. So I talked to her about it. I was like, hey, did Carla mention anything to you about not wearing a bra? Not that I'm looking, but, you know. She goes, no, it wasn't in the employee handbook. Okay. Okay. So what's your first I thought think about... I she shouldn't wear a bra. You, that is not true because if we had some people around here decide to not wear a bra, you would have something to say I'd about it. I'd have zero to say about it. <laughs> I literally would. I'd have zero to say about it. I Listen, you could come in here with your panties on your head. I don't care. I don't care. But you would have something to I say would have about not, it. I would joke about it. Of course I'd joke about it because that's what we do. But I won't care as a manager. I don't care. Well, what if What if the there was a rule book that said... An employee handbook that said you have to wear a bra. I don't write it. I don't care. 
But I'm not going to enforce it. it. No, God, no. I mean, what am I looking for problems? You know how envious I am of the A-cup chicks out there that could just put a white t-shirt on there and walk go. out the door? Oh, my God. I think we should just let them be them. But it is distracting if you have yeah. somebody that has huge boulders that like line? myself that have nursed a child. Like, that would be distracting. If I didn't so, wear a bra today, it would be distracting. If I was a business owner, I, here's how I would weigh this. Are we going to get more or less business if okay. this chick doesn't wear a bra? I would listen to feedback from store goers. If it affects business in the bottom line, then you make a policy. And if it doesn't, and listen, there's a reason strip clubs and bars that women just wear a bra or a bikini top behind exist because they are profitable. Mm-hmm. Now, if but your thrift, if your thrift shop is going to profit more by this lady not wearing a bra, yeah, let her roll. Who cares? Call it thrifties and. <laughs> Oh I th- my god! I just what thought you of a do new is you should business. you should advertise the day she's working. Jen is inside. Yeah. Riley's inside. Riley works uh, every Tuesday and Thursday in the afternoon. And if pervy guys want to line up to buy thrift items, mm-hmm. let them spend their money. Oh, if they're god. behaving themselves and all they're doing is oogling her, what are you going to do? That's her. That then, if she doesn't like the attention she's getting, mm-hmm. then she can slap on a bra or a big ho- a hoodie or whatever the deal is. And I will say, if you don't wear a bra, you are going to get attention. Is it sad that people still focus so much on boobs? Every other person has them. It's an attraction. Yes, it's, it's been since day one. You're physically attracted to somebody you want to breed with. That's just caveman mentality, and that DNA is within every one of us. Now, Mm -hmm. should we act on it? Of course not. It's the same as wearing a pair of super short shorts and a sports bra to the gym. Hey, guess what? You're going to get looked at. You're just going to get looked at. If you don't want to get looked at, you wear a T-shirt and Mm -hmm. a pair of Adidas uh, long pants like everybody else. You have choices. I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong. I'm saying that's the way it is. Mel texted, I believe every woman should wear a bra no matter what cup size. Either way, if you don't wear a bra underneath a shirt, it is awfully distracting. (sighs) Well, I think that's your. Sometimes I leave the house looking for a good distraction, though. (laughs) Lindsay had uh, messaged and she says, I almost never wear a bra to work, but I don't deal with the general public. I stay back at my desk. Um. I don't know. I'm not I saying just think it's you right. got to wait. You got to you got to figure out what you're working with. Is it appropriate? Some are just not. I don't know. When you're dealing with the general public, here, here's the thing. It's not right that if you decide you don't want to wear a bra, you're going to get more attention. But it just is that way. Right. It just is. Or you could find a job where you're not in front of a whole bunch of people and you never have to wear a bra again. Again, you have like I try and tell my kids, you always have options. Yeah. If you don't want to wear a bra, but your job requires you to wear a bra, then you can find another job. There are a lot of people looking for work. Well, I think this is a Riley problem. Most people, yeah, most people have just said, just put on a bra or don't go to work. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage for what we're about to do next because you're a much better liar than I am. Thank you, sir. I wanted to do this to see if management was right. So what management said to us the other day, I don't even know what we were talking about, but they made the comment that you guys have to be more responsible with what you put over the air because 
people believe what you say. They put a lot of stock into your words, which I think is funny because I am of no authority. For you know, better it, than a decade, I've been telling everyone, if you believe that this show is going to be the political, economic, social, or religious rudder of the community, yeah. you're an idiot. We're here to goof off. We'll give you a little info. You take it. Do whatever you want with it. But do not believe what we say in our lives is the way you're supposed to live yours. Don't right. be a dummy. But I want to try it. Okay. <laughs> so I have your topic coming up next. I'm going to go first just to see. Can you find me? Do you have a 30-second clock or like a stick? What's the shortest? Yeah, I, Maybe Or like a 60-second? I could do a 60. Go 60 seconds. Or a 30, whatever. You want me to talk less in life? That's fine. Let me know how much time I have. And I'm going to convince you because using, I guess, the power of the microphone and the ability to sway people one way or the other, I'm going to convince you that it is a good idea to put sand into your pancake batter. and Or you could just count me down. You ready? You're going to take 30 seconds and do what? I'm going to convince people that this morning when you're making breakfast, put sand into your pancake batter and it's going to taste better, okay? Okay, I'll, I'll give you 30 why. seconds. Ready? Go. All right, so whenever I make pancakes at my house, I know that my guys are always craving minerals. There's always a route to go to enhance a recipe. So what I started doing was putting more sand and like grit and dirt from outside of our house into my pancake batter. And then when they eat them, it almost is like an exercise for your teeth. It really builds up the enamel on your teeth. So I suggest you try it. I know that nine out of 10 dentists out there enjoy that people are taking care of their Okay. 30 seconds. So go ahead and take what I say. And now I have to come up with 30 seconds worth of trying to convince people to put sand no, in their pancakes. No, yours too. is why babies don't need to wear diapers. One thing we wanted to do is to test the theory that our management said to us last week, and that was you guys have to be careful with what you say on the air. A lot of people put stock into what you say, and and they'll believe you. And I'm like, really? Don't believe us. Don't ever, 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 ever believe us. Believe Unless you. it's like road closures or something like that. We're not going to, I have no reason to. To slight you with that, but do your own research. If you uh, there's there is zero times that I've ever watched the television or listened to the radio or a podcast and went, oh yeah, I think I'll do exactly what they said. Yeah, you're a dummy. You're well, an absolute dummy if you do what we say. I do went your own first research. in thirty seconds. I tried to convince you that it is a good idea to put sand into your pancake batter, feed it to your family. If you do that, you're an idiot. <laughs> Obviously, don't do that. But. JJ is going to explain to you why it's a great idea that babies don't have to wear diapers after they're first born. Uh, and you have 30 seconds on the clock to convince people. I start now? And go. Listen, when cave people had babies, they never put diapers on them. Those people led the revolution against the saber-toothed tiger. Those babies grew up to be great warriors and great leaders throughout our civilization. Also, Think of how much money you're going to save by not putting a diaper on a baby or diaper cream or diaper powder or anything like that. Diaper genie, you don't need one. You don't need the refills. You're going to save a butt ton of money and your baby is going to be super happy. 30 seconds. Okay. That is so true. I didn't even think about that, but what a messy world that would be. 
when they rooster tail, you know, back in the day, the mom would, at the cave would like hold the baby like this and then the poop would go all over her arm and she would just wipe it on her cowhide What's smarter? skirt. A baby <laughs> kitty or a baby baby? What's what? What is smarter, a baby cat or a baby baby? I would say a baby cat. Nope. They have instincts. Baby, baby. The only instinct is to f- cry. A human baby hungry. is the only baby on the planet that can survive without help. Mm. All of the other babies can instantly teach themselves, like days in, mm-hmm. how I to survive. Baby ducks couldn't survive without a mama for a while. I think baby ducks would struggle. I well, think a baby bear would struggle. No. A baby bear. Yeah. Think again. Can you believe it's March 1st? It, it felt just, like just February yesterday. Didn't it? That's crazy. I but can't it does start it. my birthday month. I just want to say. What did you do so far today to celebrate your birthday month? Today, Anything? I got a huge iced coffee and. Did you uh, just walk into the gas station again and go, I'm cat, and then walk out with coffee? I feel like you think I have to say that. You just walk <laughs> in. I can't believe you are just, you just walk <laughs> in and out of a gas station. And because you're such a giant celebrity, you don't even say your name anymore, and you just walk out with free stuff. You glow green. You're so envious. I of am. Me, who and it's be, like the saddest thing. Who wouldn't be jealous of a human walking into a gas station at 4 a.m., getting whatever they want, and then because they're such a big celebrity, walking out and not paying for I it? Don't who wouldn't get be jealous? Whatever I that? want. Did you okay. want that today? I went in. And got whatever you wanted I and left. This is, I just, I can't believe I've been doing this job for as long as I've been doing it. And I have zero perks like this. One day, buddy. One day you'll get there. You just have to be nicer. Can you help me? Pleasure to bring Tracy out of the show today. Again, uh, if you ever want to reach out with something you'd like to bring on our show, maybe a problem in your life, uh, call, text his with a DM, uh, an email even works. Or if you just see us on the street, you can uh, say, hey, those glasses look great on you. I'm glad you're wearing them a little bit more. And uh, do you want me to talk about your glasses? No. Are you? Why are you really, wearing them? I, I wore them last night for a little while and just trying to get used to them. I just uh, I won't tease you. If that's what you're worried about. My sister hasn't even seen them on me yet. I know. She messaged me. And started teasing me. (laughs) So uh, regardless, let's get into uh, Tracy's issue here real quick. Uh, We know it has to do with your son and a birthday. How old is he? Uh, He's turning six. Okay. That's cute. That was my favorite part of like sitting there and saying, okay, your birthday's coming up. What is the theme this year? What is he into? So the theme is controversial apparently, but he wants to do a Barbie, like a Barbie and Ken birthday party. Okay. And well, um, the movie is going to be a big thing, right? I mean, everybody's excited for that. Is I don't that, think is kids are supposed to see from? that. I don't know. If that, is that a kid's movie? No, it's, it's not a kid's movie. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's just into Barbie. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got two older sisters, and so he plays with them a lot. And so, you know, he just, he's really, that's just what he's into right now. And, and you know, we, we buy him boy stuff, too. And yeah. he's just having fun with Barbies at the moment. Well, I guess when you're surrounded by something since you were born, it's kind of the norm. But like you earlier, you said it's controversial. According to who? Mostly my issues with my mother-in-law. Okay. Although my husband is stealing the fire a little bit. Yeah. Wow. So why is why can't he back your son? Because essentially this is backing your son. This is being okay with what he wants to do. Right, and that's and that's the camp I'm in. You know, it's I, if that's what he wants, and that's what 
I don't know why we can't just give that to him. So, and you know, we're going to anyway. But my husband, I think, is a little bit worried about how it will be perceived. And, and he was talking to his mom about it, you know, my mother-in-law. And, and then she found, she took it upon herself to reach out to me and, you know, warn me about uh, what people might say um, yeah. and encourage me to do it. Well, I mean, I think that's something like if you're not ready to fight that fight against what some other people are going to say, then, you know, you keep it under wraps. But if you're willing to go out there and fight with people about this, because, you know, somebody's going to say something, right? Yeah. And, you know, that's fine. Um, This is the way that I want to raise my child. I'd rather have my mother-in-law be ready to go to bat for us than than to just encourage me to keep it silent and and her grandson silent. You know, and not celebrate him just because that's how he wants to celebrate. So uh, just real quick, Kat, if this was your life and Liam was six years old and he wanted to have a Barbie birthday, would you have a problem with it? I would not have a problem with it. Would Derek have had an issue with it? He would not have had an issue with it. It's just it is what it is. You know, if your child is interested in something you not taking an interest in that. You got to think of yourself as an adult. If somebody isn't interested in your life, you know, it's going to make you feel a certain way. Why make a a six-year-old feel that way? The hard part here is that the mother-in-law is heaven. I mean, what are you going to do? You set her straight. How? That's the best part that's of having not, a mother. Uh, I don't know if that's your job as the daughter-in-law. No, it is. The, it's your job as son's the, job. No, it's your job as a mom. Like if somebody is going after your kid, that's why they call them mama bears. That's why they say that we have that fire inside of us where if we feel like our child is being backed into a corner unjustly, then you you hop into action and you protect them. Here's That's what I'd like job. to see. I think we all agree that, uh, but some people are super non-confrontational and they would never address the mother-in-law in this way. I'm non-confrontational if they put too much flavoring in my coffee. That's fine. I'll drive away. But you, you talk about my kid and make them feel upset then we have a problem. OPP this morning, if you missed it, we were just talking with Tracy a couple of seconds ago and the drama in her life with a six-year-old birthday. Isn't that crazy that we even have to say those words? And I think it's crazier that it would be grandma that is giving all of the um, negative attention. So he is turning six. She asked him, what's the normal question? What do you want as a theme for your birthday? And he said, I would love a Barbie-themed birthday. He has two older sisters. So... Initially, you, the, the, it's all the kid has known, you know, if your two older sisters are going to play nonstop with Barbies, you want to be a part of the action. You don't want to be over here by yourself. So maybe he honestly has a true attraction to the Barbie franchise. Maybe he loves it. And so mother-in-law's giving her crap about it. And I think that that is wrong. Encouraging her not to post on social media. By yeah, the way, that so too. that listen, I think I think that might be misunderstood. I think the reason she's telling, because people on social media are just vicious piranhas, and they're 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 keyboard warriors, mm-hmm. and they're they're a bunch of just, you know what I mean? Yes. And I think if you take your six year old son, and he has a Barbie birthday party, and you post it online, again, it's not right, but there are going to be people that make it bad for you. It's just going to happen. You have to know that by posting it. By the way, so it, maybe she's trying to save her a little pain that way. Melissa, thoughts when you heard this? What are you thinking? You know, honestly, I have kids of my own, and my son, who is now six, 
he had a frozen birthday party, oh. and he is as normal as possible. And the grief that I got for oh. him, I didn't necessarily worry about what other people say. So to make something fun, I didn't know that he had older siblings, which my six-year-old has older siblings. So that makes perfect sense that he would want to play with Barbie because that's where he wants to fit in because that's when his sisters hang out with him oh. and see him as a person is, hey, when the, he's doing what they like. Exactly. Let me go back to the, the part where you said you caught a bunch of grief over this. What, uh, can you describe a little bit more of that? Like what, what was the kickback? You know, just because he's a boy and why are you allowing him to have a frozen party? And, you know, I think everyone has everyone has their own opinion, whether you're two years old or you're 86 years old. And if it's something innocent, why are we going to shun upon it? Yeah, that's rough. I'm sorry that happened to you. And I appreciate you calling, though. It's, it's okay. I hope you have a good morning. Yeah, I think for him, everyone should get him G.I. Joe's along with Barbies to teach him how G.I. Joe's can protect a Barbie, right? And, right? and go a different way and not make him feel bad for what liking something his wonderful sister's like. Yeah, but isn't a Barbie an independent woman, right? Doesn't she take care of herself with her camper and her Malibu convertible? Yeah, Ken's always around, though. (laughs) Surfing. Yeah, well, there's Ken, yeah. But then get G.I. Joe's. Yeah, I think it's perfectly fine. Good for that, Mark. Plus, then they can show how, like, a girl like Barbie and a guy like G.I. Joe, when he's on leave, could have a whole lot of fun. All right, we're off the rails. Would we have... So much to say if it were a five-year-old girl that wanted a G.I. Joe birthday. We'd be like, hear me roar, girlfriend. You do. Don't you just love a little girl that's a a tomboy? Don't you just love that? We would say all of that. You know, I feel like there's such a double standard, and it's not right. I think you're right. Uh, Thoughts on this? Shelby, preach to us. Okay, so my boy plays with dolls, and I allow him to play with dolls. And I actually seen a meme on Facebook, and it says, what are you afraid of boys playing with girls' toys? Are you afraid of them growing up to be men that take care of their children? Are you afraid of them being nurturing? Are you afraid of them breaking stereotypes and playing with the opposite gender? Yeah. I would love for Grandma to (laughs) sit down and tell this little boy why he can't. You know, I I don't know if he'll understand it in 2023. Like, why can't I? I've been playing with it forever. Yeah, the stereotypes on boys. I just hate that. We're out to break stereotypes in our family. Yeah. We don't care what people think or why they think what they think. I mean, we're mindful and respectful, but then you also have to do what you like and what's best for your family. Boom. Which celebrity is on the most commercials? Who hucks the most stuff, right? No. No, no. Uh, John Cena. Well, no, no, no. I'd say Shaq is the cat of TV. Are you sure? Yeah. I don't know. John Cena's on like everything. And then it doesn't make sense because you think he's talking about hefty bags, but then he's talking about insurance for your apartment. But Shaq does <laughs> everything. So now, now here's here's what I love. Shaq, I've seen him tell his children, his kids are like, yeah, but we're rich. And he goes, no, no, no. Uh-uh. I'm extremely wealthy. Uh-huh. You haven't done anything yet. Did you see what Shaq did yesterday? No. So uh, if you don't really know his story, his uh, dad was a military guy. And uh, he's, Shaquille O'Neal uh, grew up a lot. I think he spent most of his childhood in Germany. Um, grow, I think it was Ramstein Air Force Base. Anyways, when he got back to the States, he was recruited by uh, LSU to play basketball, right? And he didn't have anything growing up. He was just so, so, so poor. And when he went to college, he was on full scholarship but had nothing for money. And he had no way to get to their basketball facility other than to take the bus. Mm -hmm. And everyone else had a car or a truck. He hunted down the two guys that were sophomores and juniors 
that would give him rides every uh, day back and forth. Yeah. And brought them new trucks yesterday. Oh, that's so nice. $85,000 EV trucks. Yeah. And delivered them to him. Found them later in life. Hadn't been in touch with them since he became a pro and an analyst and a big time, uh, you know, schlepper of everything. Yeah. And I guess they have full, um, you know, insurance through the general and everything. Perfect. Full of uh, hot pads on the back. Icy hot. Yep. (laughs) But isn't that cool? I mean, all these years later, he hunts down these two guys, gives them brand new trucks because they gave him a ride. When he was a super poor freshman So what do we learn? What do we learn from this? Be nice to everybody. You never know if they're going to grow up and play in the NBA. So Kat was just saying she ne- has never been a nasty person at Costco. And I said, then how did your picture end up like that on your ID? And she just looked at me and went, well, all right, maybe one Listen, nasty it was person. opening day. They were busy. They were moving three people through like cattle getting tagged. And, would you oh. say that that is the worst picture of you ever? No. <laughs> Uh, my passport picture is... What happened there? It's so bad, JJ. I don't even know what happens when I am faced with the pressure. We travel all the time. How come I've never seen this? Because it stays under lock and key. That's why why you guys get to the airport so GD early is so that I'm not in line with you to see your passport picture? And then it goes back into the protective... Casing that's wrong too. under my shirt. Now I know I you're not going anywhere under my shirt. So now that's I understand why you, why you wear that dopey tourist neck passport. Now holder. I have it for nine years. Like I can't go back and say, "Hi, can I use this picture?" Instead? Do you get a reaction from the TSA agents ever? Like, do they look at that? No, and they go- Derek <laughs> says it all the time. He's just like, "Are you really going to show them that?" Don't you just feel like I don't know. Drunk adult or little kid? It's not mine because it just kills me to know that adults are out there acting a fool like that. And I'm never right. Uh, Misty, have you heard this before? Have you heard us do this? I have, and I'm afraid I won't be right either. It's tough. I've got good faith in you. You sound like a smart girl that's probably never made any of these kind of mistakes as a human being. So what are you doing right now? Sounds like you're on the road. I am, yes, bringing my son's left water bottle at home back to school to him. (laughs) Oh, my God. I saw a meme the other day where it was like, how did we ever survive back in the day without a water bottle at school? (laughs) But then I was like, you just go to the drinking I know it's important. (laughs) You're a good mom. Let's make you a winner this morning. So I have four scenarios. If you can get two out of the four right... You're a winner with drunk adults or little kid. Now, you heard Brian's earlier. I picked my nose with some chopsticks and ended up at the ER. He picked his nose with chopsticks, ended up at the ER. Now, did our friend Brian here do that as a drunk adult or a little kid, Misty? I would say a little kid. Brian, drunk adult or little kid? I was a drunk adult. It was back in college, and we had ordered takeout, and it felt this tickle in my nose, so I decided to use the blunt end of the chopstick to go booger hunting, and I guess I was a little rough, and all of a sudden my nose started to bleed. Uh, I couldn't get it to stop, so I had to go to the ER, and they finally got it to stop. So I guess the lesson is don't stick foreign objects up your sniffers, kids. There it is. Misty, doesn't it just crush your soul? Like, it's always going to be a drunk adult. I feel like the worst scenario. I thought being a man, he wouldn't have gone to the ER as (laughs) as an adult male. Uh, You know what I mean? So I would have been like, ah, he would have been like, nah, it's fine. Just shove some 
toilet paper up there. Well, the I problem when you're a guy living money. with other guys is there's no tampons around to cut in half and jam up there. I'm serious. It works True. the best. All right. It option works. It does work. number two, drunk adults or little kid. Go ahead. So I ran out on the basketball court during the final four, and I caused the game to stop. Oh, okay. So Katie ran out on the court during the final idea. four and caused the game to stop. I think this one's pretty easy, but drunk adults or little kid there with Katie? Oh, little kid. I would have said drunk adult on this one. I would have said little kid. Katie, drunk adult or little kid here? I was a little kid, yes. and we went to, like, the final four Yay. one year as I grew up in the basketball family, and I got separated from my parents um, when we went to the concession stand for snacks, and I was freaking out because I couldn't find them. Um, so, you know, I thought I would run out to a referee for help. Uh, but the game had to be stopped, and it was this big ordeal, and my dad was absolutely absolutely mortified. He was mortified. Um, yeah, and that was that was the last time that we sat courtside until I was in high school. There it is. Okay. All right. You're one for two. You won more right, and you become a huge winner, Misty. Uh, you afraid of snakes? Um, no, not really. Okay, well, actually. this one you should do all right no. on. Go ahead. Drunk adults or little kid? First scenario, please. I put a fake snake in the toilet and caused my sister to on herself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, drunk adult or little kid? I hope drunk adult. I'm going to say drunk adult as well. Ashley, did you do that as a drunk adult or a little kid to your little sister? I was a drunk adult. Yeah. And my sister and I are twins and we're in the same sorority. So I thought it would be funny to prank one of the girls and I put a fake snake in one of the toilets in the bathrooms. And I had no idea that my sister would be the victim. I remember her heading that way and I tried to stop her and like just tell her and she's like, I can't, I have to go. So the next thing I hear is this blood curdling scream and then an outburst of tears and she ran past me to the room. She was just covered in her own pee. It literally made her pee herself. And the yeah. best part, she never found out it was me. So. Until now. Terrible. That's a win. Oh. Congratulations, Misty. Misty's a winner. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 5.30 to 9 on 104.7 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.